fucking jerk offs. Got a great one for you tonight because it's been such a hot topic on my snap recently. And it, it always is when it's brought up, I think, which I would say is eh, once or twice a year. We have a woman who wrote in and said that she, her last relationship, she had cheated with 46 people. So tonight we have the cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater on the podcast. Hello, ladies. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> thanks, Hi. For not, thanks for not responding to the cocksucker. Yeah, you're welcome. I like really had to bite my cheek hard. <laughs> Before we get into this, though, like I want you to clarify because all week this week, people have been asking about the last podcast that was posted, even though this is coming out two down the line. But everyone wants, everyone thinks that it was his girlfriend that was possibly the one texting you, you know. Oh, yeah. The guy, the guy with Snapchat, that story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> oh, it, it was wasn't. over Snapchat. It wasn't, even, it wasn't text. It wasn't even text. No, it, that was, that whole conversation was through Snap. I thought that I said that. Sorry. Um, yeah. No, it, it wasn't. It was all through, it was all through Snap. Um, it was 100% him. It was a hundred percent him. Yes, absolutely. Like a, he was saying things during that. I was just like, like, I know him for however many years and like, I've previously fucked him. So it was like, I, like I knew the kinds of things that he would right. say when he's being sexual, oh. you know? Um, but then also like we had a phone full on, like, but like verbal speaking to each other conversation afterward as basically like a, yo, as your friend, are you okay? And also <laughs> like, I want to salvage this friendship because I do like having you as a friend, but I also can't have you like messaging me like this. So, um, yeah, we had, we, to, to kind of close the loop on that whole, uh, discussion, we, it, it was hundred percent him. We did have a conversation that I can, tell you confirms that afterward and um he stopped after that conversation and we have just back to our normal like friends um like what like back to our normal friendship after that so yeah she sounds like a lucky gal Um, (laughs) yeah she does (laughs) so lucky wouldn't wouldn't be my choice but (laughs) (laughs) oh god anything else we need to touch on before we jump into this i I feel like there's a lot here um yeah i mean we yeah i agree we have a lot here um i I don't know that we introduced our lovely guest by name so i'll just put it out there her name is bumbles i feel like it's very appropriate when i when i read this name that she wanted as a nickname i i kind of associated associated it with like like a bumblebee or a social butterfly and i feel like they just like go around and like get all the flowers <laughs> there's, there's a story behind that name so i want can we start with the story behind that name because like yeah yeah beyond just like what my own brain filled the, filled the gaps in with <laughs> um so i got that name uh as my alter ego senior year of college <laughs> Love um, it. yeah so that do you guys remember the song i'm a bee i'm a bee i'm a bumblebee so i think it's black eyed peas if i remember oh it was- yeah i didn't know that those were the words that they were singing but i, I mean <laughs> You know, honestly, makes total sense now, though, doesn't it? (laughs) So I was um, my apartment was across the street from campus and no one had to drive. So, of course, we had parties every night at my house. And um, it's just like I have this alter ego and I'm partying like this. I mean, I went to school. I'm from New York City and I went to school in Niagara Falls, New York. So, you know, I definitely had that city swagger. And it's just like. It just kind of stuck with me. And was it like a queen bee thing or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. like I was in charge. Like I hustled the shit out of that. Like people had to pay to get in. Um, any type of drug or anything you wanted, I it would be there. You just had to request it. Like um, I worked the dining hall and sold drugs out of my apron. 
because wow. yeah that's a good host yeah. yeah exactly i thought you would appreciate that 100 <laughs> i'm all about selling drugs <laughs> well <laughs> there was a lot say, of crazy like, shit that went down at my apartment not just doing drugs and partying oh man i, I wrote it. some it good like papers it. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just typing up a research paper. I'll be with you in an hour. <laughs> Love it. Got to be able to do both. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's stuck and she doesn't come out as much anymore, but she's a good time, Bumbles. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see if we can um, bring her out here again on this podcast tonight. Um, <laughs> Um, I think there's 46 people that think she's still pretty good time. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. I can't wait to hear about Some it. Some of them are still around. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I would. I mean, okay. I would hope so with those yeah. kind of odds. It's a big deal. Yeah. Pool. I suppose. I suppose. <laughs> well, um, the, I will just say one thing before I forget. The big difference, like, dating where I'm at now, because I'm not in New York City. I'm in a state with a population of, like, a million people. Um, everyone knows each other. So I, I'll have this fear going into like the local grocery store. I'm like, how many people I'm going to run into that I've had relations with or something. But like in, when I grew up in New York city and lived there in my twenties, I was like, I'm never going to run into one. I could do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. New York's a different, it's a different thing. It's valid. Yeah. That's yeah. a totally different lifestyle. Um, Okay, so we were hoping to start this by each maybe sharing a story about us cheating. Um, I know that mine personally is going to be really short. Um, and maybe, and maybe if we could finish with Bumble's story so that it can kind of like lead us into the rest of our um, questions and discussion. So I don't know, like. Fuck boy, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? I, I've, the story I'm about to tell, I've told on the podcast before, and I've told it on my snap. I kind don't of. have, I don't have a lot of uh, experience with um, cheating because I really haven't dated past my like mid twenties. Um, but I did have two relationships, late teens, early twenties. Uh, definitely cheated in both situations. The one I'm talking about right now, I cheated on her with the other one I ended up cheating on. <laughs> I was living in this girl's house. I mean, I was honestly, I was dating her because I needed a place to live. But she's the girl that kicked me in the face through a closed car window and somehow mm -hmm. did not cut my face somehow. Did uh, she do that because she found out that you were cheating on her? I, I mean, I think she knew that. I'm pretty sure she knew that. But uh, I think she did it because she knew I was on my way to go. <laughs> Fuck. Like, um, I was on my way out for the night. And I was, you know, I was fucking somebody else. And I was probably fucking her all the time. Hmm. So. Lovely. Yeah. Were you trying to hide it at all? Uh, enough to not have my shit thrown out in the streets. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason. I mean, uh, I, to this day, she's one of my best friends, childhood best friends. And, you know, we're cool till this day. Hopefully she doesn't hear this podcast, but um, we're still cool to this day. You know, she's a cool chick, but, you know, I don't know that she knows that I was dating her because I needed a place to live. But. <laughs> You were young. You were young. That's how I'm. That's how I was I'm about to I was literally my story. Right. I was 18 or 19. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. My my cheating story is equally as short, and my cheating history is equally as short, if not a little bit shorter. Um, mine was my first boyfriend, and I, <laughs> I know. But I think that part of it was me just like having to come to the realization of like, okay, this is how you handle these emotions when you feel them. Because it was the end of the, it was the end of the relationship. Like I knew that the relationship was over and was just holding on to it because I didn't know like what to do with it. We had moved away from each other for college and, um, 
Like started in high school and carried on into college. Yeah. Yeah. Not long into college. We had, we had, we started having problems almost immediately as soon as we um, like separated or like, like uh, separated in terms of location. Um, And I don't know if this is something that like you want to get into later or in further discussion. I don't feel like we have to right now, but um, as soon as we were no longer living in the same city, it was just like constant one accusation after another, after another, after another, like, why aren't you remaining in communication with me all day long when you're not, I automatically assume that you're cheating. Like I, I was given rules about like not being able to go out and party with, I was an athlete and I couldn't even party with like the girls on my team type of thing it's like what he was telling me and i was like not listening to that because i was like <laughs> fuck you no one tells me what to do like and, and and so then like i would go and do that but then i wouldn't tell him like i would just be like i'm going to bed <laughs> so i mean there were there were equal like we were equally um at fault but i felt like eventually he was like giving me so many rules and telling me so many things like you can't study with guys you can't do this blah, blah, blah. and so then I felt like part of me cheating was like, fuck you was like, fuck you. Like, you're not going to tell me not to do this. If you're going to like it's something that I felt like I never would have done otherwise, were it not for all of that constant accusation. And it was almost like, okay, you're putting this on me so much that then I'm going to go do it. And then the other part I think truly was the fact that just that relationship was over for me and I like needed <laughs> to figure out how to handle my emotions and how to just like finally cut that tie. And, um, I cheated. And then the very next day I like forced his hand. He, he was like avoiding FaceTiming me or whatever, because he knew, I think that he knew that I wanted to end the relationship. And then he was like avoiding coming on FaceTime with me so that I could end it. (laughs) (laughs) so 18 years old um it's but you can bitch <laughs> yeah. no 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 you're still my girlfriend you can't break up with me if you can't talk to me if i can't if i don't read it if i don't hear it then we're not weird then we're actually still together yeah no so and, and then the yeah so the very next morning i woke up it was like i want to say it was like a saturday morning or something and i was like well you either get to hear it from me in person or hear it from me on the phone, or you get to read it in text. These are your options. Like take your pick. <laughs> Did you actually really touch on the cheating part of that? <laughs> yeah. I said that I cheated. Oh, I said that I cheated that night and oh, that okay. I felt like I did it because of two oh, things, really the things that he would. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Good listening. Skills. Is that, but is that like you've been cheating? Cause you, I mean, I guess it is in theory, you cheated, but then you broke up with him the very next day. Like, yeah. Clearly, so, there's times this, in my life see, where I was cheated and I was like, oh, okay, it's a new morning. <laughs> and I think that that's what's going to be so interesting about this episode is that we have very that's one of my different first perspectives. Yeah. One of my very first questions, but uh, we'll, we'll get to it. Um, you want to share something, a cheating story, and then we'll move into this. I got. So well, much. I mean, I was thinking about that. Um, I just don't know which one. Some of them are really good. Uh, well, tell us a shitty one. <laughs> well, because your, your last podcast that I didn't get to was about best friends could be friends with benefits and it work out, right? Something like that. I remember, Along those I, lines. Yeah. Well, all, so, every aspect of that. Um. I've had people I've cheated on with my ex who we had a great sexual chemistry and we enjoyed having conversations with. And to this day, they're still friends and we, we hook up if we're both like into it sometimes. Um, I will say those types of relationships for me are always men who are a lot younger than me, like, and they're like 23 to 27 and I'm in my early thirties right now. Um, I don't usually date people my age, older or younger. Interesting that you go both ways. I think it has a lot to do with like in my late twenties, 
into this age, everyone's getting married and having kids and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, nah, I'm not about that right now. (laughs) Like maybe in the future, Mm -hmm. but we'll see. (laughs) Do you you get a lot of that from dating older men? Like the thing feeling like they want to settle down or some shit, whereas the young guys just want to fuck? No. um, So my ex is 20 years older than me. And his twins, a boy and a girl, were five years younger than me. And like his son used to be my DD back in the day. So like, yeah, the the, the dynamic is crazy. So I, <laughs> I had no. You don't say. <laughs> I met him when I was twenty four. Um, I put pressure on him because I let society say oh I need the pretty ring and the dress and the party and all that stuff so I put pressure on him but I never got pressure from him he had a marriage yet that ended actually by him cheating and he had two great kids and a grandchild eventually (laughs) (laughs) yeah I would I would imagine so was that the re- relationship that you had um, the 46 additional partners during? So it's, we were very hot and cold. Okay. As you, yeah. So we were, before it ended, um, we were off and on for about a le- uh, nine and a half, almost, almost 10 years, literally yeah. almost 10 years. And during that time I slept with, 46 other people. Um, now, if he was here, he might say we were together during all of that. I might say, I don't know about that. <laughs> so I'll just say there's a lot of gray in our nine and a half years. <laughs> we were engaged at one point too. <laughs> Would you say that all 46 of those people were during gray times? No. So in the beginning, um, we weren't like sexually exclusive. So even though he would freak out when he found out about some of them, um, he's broken my phone, like all types of stuff in the beginning. Um, so, I mean, he knew about, I'm, I'm very honest. I tell people like when I first meet them, well, one, I'm the friend that comes with a warning label. And then when I tell people, I'm like, don't ask me questions. You can't handle the answer to, mm-hmm. um, and I tell men that maybe I just meet or want to casually fuck. I'm like, don't ask me questions. You're going to, I'll give you my phone. It's fine, but don't, you're going to hurt your own feelings. <laughs> so have you like been a cheater your whole life? Like I assume. Like, yeah. I in high school. Well, junior high school, uh, high, five. high school. I had a serious, um, boyfriend but I cheated on him we were together for five years but those are my only two serious relationships um I think my commitment issues has a lot to do with my past I'm definitely one of those textbook trauma people um (laughs) yeah so I have no memories of my parents being together because they separated and the divorce was eight years of toxic bullshit was um, one of your parents a cheater? I don't like, think so. My mom, but my mom was, and my mom's batshit crazy and she used to beat the shit out of me too. So I went through some child traumas with her. So um, I just think, yeah, commitment issues in general, like straight book, like textbook, you probably should just put my name next to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but, but and that, I, I just want to say with that saying, I've had some very positive, loving, caring relationships that I've witnessed throughout my life. Like my grandparents on both sides. My dad was with someone for mostly 20 years. They had their moments, but New Yorkers, they're intense people. (laughs) Um, So it's not like I just saw a bunch of constructive, like chaotic relationships. Just the ones closest to me were really fucked up. Uh-huh. You yeah. had something to say. Oh, no. I was just going to add to um, like the comment of, in, in regards to your mother. And like, we don't need to get into the whole yeah. psych of this, but just 
that I would imagine that it having someone who's supposed to be so unconditionally loving and close to you constantly hurt you is very detrimental to your future abilities to build and form meaningful relationships because you're so used to uh, someone in that loving and caring role being uh, hurtful to you. So I, I, I guess that I was just going to validate you and what you were saying and say, you know, it, it perfectly um, makes sense to me anyways. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, it it gets a little bit deeper than that. Um, but I would I don't imagine. Wanna, yeah, we don't. I mean, <laughs> don't I'm gonna, to. I'll flush over these topics and we don't really need to, but I also lost my virginity by being raped by a, a classmate. Um, so that definitely, I think just added to it. I was just like, yeah, I'm just someone, I'll just have sex and like, I'm attracted to someone. It's just going to happen kind of a thing. It's no big deal. That like emotional connection that your followers were saying, like women always cheat for emotions. I'm like, what? (laughs) I have plenty of sex. That's just like, Hey, there's some chemistry. Let's just see if this works, you know, with our clothes off. Maybe it doesn't, maybe it does. Hmm. I think, yeah. I, I think, you know, I think there's a lot of truth to that statement that women cheat emotionally. Women yeah, fuck I emotionally. Have. I don't think that it's all women. Not, not a fucking chance. I mean, I know some bitches that just like the fuck. You know what I mean? But I think probably a very strong percentage of that is emotional. Like, you know, emotionally connecting sexually. However, you know what I mean? Um when it comes to women, whereas men, I think like somebody just said on my snap the other day, men look at it like I'm just using somebody else's pussy to masturbate. It's literally how men look at it. Like I'm not even, it's not an exaggeration. It was funny reading that because I've literally thought that in my lifetime. Like, (laughs) like it's not cheap. Like I'm just jerking off with this bitch's mouth. It's fine. Relax. Um, I've never vocalized it. I kind of feel that way. I mean, there's, I mean, I sleep with guys with all different size dicks and we have all different types of sex. I'm like, I'm in the mood for this. So I'll reach out to them. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, I want this toy today. (laughs) I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you have like a drawer of toys. You have, you know, a bunch of people you can text for certain things and you have your toys in your bag or your drawer or something like you have all the options. 100%. 100%. I, I personally just take the relationship part out of it. I, I can have a ton of toys and not have to get intertwined in what I perceive to be drama. But let's start here. Let's start yeah. with what do you consider cheating? Because I know like some, yeah. when people think emotional, something like, I don't know, think that's cheating. And um, I think that her statement at the beginning after my story kind of like tells that we might have different ideas of, of even how we define cheating because she was like, Oh, like I wouldn't right. consider and your think, story cheating. But, and I think a lot of people have different. Yeah. So I think we yeah. try to touch on all of them. If we can. I agree. I agree. So I'm going to sound like the social worker I am right now. Mm-hmm. That's done the work on my trauma past as well. I think, and why my life right now is, going so well in these departments is I'm so honest and I communicate and I understand that every relationship is going to have different boundaries. Um, so like I'll talk to someone like, what do you think is cheating? Where are we at? Like, what are we doing And some people think cheating is just snapping someone like a provocative photo. And some people don't think that's a big deal or like casual flirting, you know, at work's not a big deal. And other people freak out about those little things. To me, I think that's just being natural. I don't know. Um, but I think so the actual thing. where do you draw phys- the line? Yeah. Uh, if, like, if I told someone that we're going to be in a committed relationship and we're exclusive, I think if it gets really emotional, that's like an emotional affair, which has happened to me with nothing physical. But if there's something physical, like even a kiss, I think that's cheating. If you made that, if you sat down with your partner and were like, we're going to be exclusive. And what does that mean? I 
I think it's always something physical, even if it's something that's just one kiss. Um, and if you start having feelings, some clearly that's emotional cheating. So, so yeah, I just wanted to clarify. So let's yeah. say that there's someone who, um, like, can, can we use the 10 year relationship as, as a solid example yeah. here? Like, was yeah. this someone who you had said, um, at very, at least at various times throughout the relationship that you guys were exclusive, physically exclusive? Yes. And, okay. um, yeah, I did. So in the be when I was in my twenties, yeah. I mean, it's such a long, I told him we were exclusive and then the sex, I think just died down and it wasn't as frequent. Um, at some point he did get erectile dysfunction. So it just made things worse because of his 20 year age difference for me. (laughs) Um, and I mean, I would go back, I, I go on the apps and find people and I started cheating and doing the lying and making sure he was at work. If I had someone over, I wasn't living with him at the time, getting my roommates to lie for me, like just making it very dramatic, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, he, that was definitely cheating. It definitely it, hurt a, him. It's a full-time job to cheat. Yeah, but I'm really good at it. That, it, it so really I want to be, when I get caught, it's because I'm getting sloppy and I just don't care. Right. Yeah. So, so to, to further kind of clarify when you with him said that you were exclusive, what you considered cheating was when you went and had like physical relationships with people. So nothing. Well, I think even going on the apps to begin with and making a profile because that I, you considered that cheating. Yeah. Cause everyone yeah. that knows me knows if I'm going on the apps, it's to get something out of it. Yeah. And sending like sending nudes, like let's say that you met someone yeah. on one of those apps and you were only sending nudes or provocative photos or whatever, um, with no intent to ever meet up with them and you weren't ever going to like, would you consider that cheating? Yeah. Because he would have. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. And then some of those times when I was trying I was trying so hard sometimes (laughs) there was guys I still snapped or texted with who I had a sexual relationship. And I'd be like, Hey, I'm going to try it really. I'm going to try this time and put all my effort into it. Like, and they would respect that. And our conversation from that point on, um, would just be casual, you know, until like, maybe I would cross the line. They tried to respect it. Hmm. So of the 46 people you cheated with. How, how many, many were those, like emotional? No. How many of, of them were actual intercourse? Oh, all of them. Yeah. All right. I, I, I had to point this out to, <laughs> I think I even put it out on snap. Like a, a lot of people won't fuck that many people in their whole life. Yeah. I feel like um, the average is 30 ish people i think the counting thing for me um because i have like their names like too and where i met them like the location it's i think it's very tied into my rape i think it's some kind of control thing it's it that's one thing i won't try to go down the rabbit hole with my therapist because i'm not ready to and i don't know if i'll ever be and i'm okay with that That's, that's an interesting that's an interesting correlation. There's probably mm-hmm. absolutely some <clears throat> some truth to that <clears throat> yeah. about the you know taking back control thing. When you go into like, do you go into a relationship knowing you're going to cheat? And have you ever gone into a relationship with someone that you cheated with the person prior? Does that make sense? Yes, and the answer is no. Because again, I've only had two like solid relationships. Um, When my ex and I got engaged, I moved back up to where I am now because I was living back home in New York City for a few years during all this. I honestly was faithful until we knew it ended and I moved into the spare bedroom. 
That's like, I, I, no, I, I put that, I put that ring on and I was like, I'm going to do it. Cause the thing is that people might be like, why did he stay around knowing all this? Why I stayed around knowing that he wasn't completely satisfying me is he, we were great friends. We had so when that shit wasn't going on, we had so much like fun together. We were great. Um, but he was, he knew he could tell most people can tell when I've recently got laid, like I'm not as much of a cut. <laughs> like, oh, oh had a good God. night. <laughs> and I totally just used my name. <laughs> but whatever. Oh, so I didn't catch that. I didn't either. We we can listen back and cut it out if we need though. I'm not gonna lie, I don't it's even fine. know what the fuck your name is. Yeah. It's it's fine. Uh yeah. I mean I I think, I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but when I go back and think about it, um, we went straight into a sexual relationship and we weren't really friends first. Um, and it was casual in the beginning. Um, and I think we realized we had so much in common. We became friends. So we turned into those fuck buddies, friends with benefits into the relationship thing. But I think if we were friends for a while, we would have been those friends of like, oh, we do have sexual chemistry, but we don't want to fuck up the relationship by trying to have sex. But I definitely have had that with people in the past. I've definitely been in those situations. Yeah. I fuck them all. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but you don't really have the attention to ever get in a relationship. Like, you know that boundary for yourself. I do. And you set it. And people know that when they sleep with you. So if their feelings get hurt, that's completely on them. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm very bluntly, uh, honest with people that sounds like you're the same way. Um, I am now it took a while and I will say, uh, following you has helped that a lot. So thank you. (laughs) I I feel, I feel like if I'm being honest, I'm being respectful. And if you agree to it, like if a woman agrees to what my terms are, which is, this is just sex more or less. Um, then at the end, like if you catch feelings and whatever, like you're hurting your own feelings in my opinion. And I can walk away with a clean conscious. I don't really think I have a conscience, but (laughs) I can walk away with a clean conscience knowing that you did it to yourself, dummy. You know what I mean? I like how you say at the end, if you catch feelings, because every single one of your like consistent fucks end with when someone catches feelings. hundred percent. No, that no that's not every one of them. Some of them just, they, some of them end up getting into relationships. Yeah. But like every single one of them that catches feelings, like that's typically the next, the one. end, <laughs> the end. Yeah. yeah the end is sure. typically next. For sure. For sure. First catch feelings and very shortly after. For sure. How quick does that happen? Like, is there a pattern you're like, Oh, by like, fifth time I fuck her she's gonna have feelings or something uh, you know it's hard to like really pinpoint that um it it happens pretty quickly <laughs> it really does um and you know whether they're hiding those emotions that you know or not it doesn't mean I don't know that they're there they become obvious um but it's really a matter of how well they can keep their own emotions in check like that's really what it comes down to some of them can do it longer than others. You know what I mean? Um, some of them can't. So, you know. Yeah. What's the longest that you've had someone be able to keep their emotions in check? Me? Yeah. Um, the one that really comes to mind, God, we fucked for a really long time. This is my, my brother's best friend's little sister. Um, she, honestly, like if I ran into her, we probably still fuck to this day. I know that like, I, I, I know she had feelings or has feelings for me on some level, but, um, she's always kept them in check always. And we've always ever just had fun together. Um, and fucked. Is this someone that you only like intermittently will fuck like all through your life though? Because I feel like that's a little bit different than someone who is consistently right now in your rotation, like seeing them every couple of weeks to months 
so uh, her and I would fuck regularly for many years. And then I moved um, pretty far away. So that lasted like the continual sex lasted for quite a while. Uh, I would say like these days with just a typical sub or whatever is the average lifespan of two years. If, if it's a, if it's a good run, I would say. Yeah. Seems, seems that's a common fucking theme in my that's life. Valid. So. Have I heard, have I heard this person by name before off the podcast? Uh, I don't know. I, don't oh, know. Okay. I mean, I may have told you about it. I don't know if I would mention her by name, but. Okay. Okay. So it's not one that has like created an issue with another sub who also had feelings. No. no. Okay. So oh, I see what you oh, mean. I, yeah. <laughs> no. I think you've told that story before. Okay. I think recently you maybe did. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Aren't I mean, you special? I, I, I lost one sub to another sub that I hadn't fucked in over. A, I don't, I don't think we had fucked in over a year. That's so sad. <laughs> so sad. Actually, it wasn't sad. I really don't care. Um, oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> but right. men have emotions, too, whether they want to admit it or not. I mean, so I'm not, like, exclusive with someone right now, but we, we're not sleeping with anyone else, but we're just hanging out. So much communication. We check in with each other and all that. Um, and guys have that are, I wouldn't say in my rotation, but I'll sleep with occasionally know that. And I hear from them almost every day now where usually it'd be maybe like once every couple of weeks or when they're around, it wouldn't be a lot because we just, that was our relationship. And I'm just like, cause you can't have me right now or cause I don't want you. You have to just like, you right. know, keep reaching out. Um, same with, I did have some emotional affairs when I was with my ex who were also physical as well. And I mean, they still stayed around knowing that I was with my ex and all that. Um, and when I got engaged, they were like, we never thought you'd actually say yes to him. <laughs> I, I could see yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so I did um so I did cheat on him once after we got engaged <laughs> I totally one of the guys I was having an emotional affair with which was a guy I knew from college who was working in the city um I totally went to his hotel and gave him a, a blowjob with my ring on <laughs> did, he know, one time. did he know that you were engaged yeah and then I feel like the ring gives it away <laughs> No, he knew he was the first I posted on Instagram and he responded to me in a private message within like 10 seconds. I was like, oh, someone has their notifications turned on for me. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it'd be three, four days before he saw it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and what did his message say? If, if we can ask. If I remember I think it was congratulations. Oh, I think really? It was, yeah. That's but I, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, like, never, th never saw this coming. <laughs> no, it, it later turned into that conversation. Yeah. I've said yeah. that to a friend before. He uh, is now engaged to someone who he was still talking to me the first two years of their relationship. Uh, I don't meet a lot of people maybe it's just the type of people I attract but I don't meet a lot of people who have been faithful their whether it's just like physical or emotional or both their whole life I feel like at, I also on like a natural instinct like animal level feel like I have this urge when I'm attracted to someone that I could control it but I don't want to <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Isn't no. that all people? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So isn't it natural? Like, I don't know, that's my argument. It's when I have these conversations with people in my life, I feel like staying with one person for the rest of your life, like it's weird. 
And that's been like a big debate on, you know, on my snap where people, you know, some people are like monogamy is not, you know, natural. And some, you know, some people obviously disagree. That's why there's so many people in relationships out there. Um, I, I, I think everybody's different. I don't think you can make that call. You know, I, I, don't, I think you can only speak for yourself, honestly, as to whether or not, um, you know, that's the, you know, the life for you or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, I do have a question though. Have you ever gotten an STD while cheating? No. Lucky you. So I actually just recently had my first STD <laughs> like five months ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, I started having sex at 13 and I'm 34. So I had a good run. That is a pretty good run. <laughs> that is a good run. Yeah. That. For as, as dumb shit as I've done in my life. Were you having, a good run. Were you having unprotected sex that whole time? Um, it depends on the situation. Um, but yes, there was a lot of unprotected sex. Wow. You ever gotten pregnant in the process? Not of cheating. I was pregnant once in high school with my boyfriend at the time. But I probably was cheating on him too at the time. <laughs> so I don't know. It was, you know, it was high school. That was a while ago. <laughs> I have a I have a cousin who just today had a baby and posted this picture on fucking Facebook who does not know who the father is, if it's her coworker or her. I don't know if she's married or not, boyfriend or whatever. Um, so right in right in the spirit of all of this. <laughs> what I if I'm sleeping with someone and we agree not to be exclusive, I kind of say, just let me know if you're sleeping with someone else without protection, just so I can make that choice for myself. That's all. Mm-hmm. Like you make the choice for yourself and I'll make that choice. Just let let us just communicate. Mm-hmm. Very valid. Like the guy I'm hanging out with, he went out last night. I was like, have a great time. Just use condoms or let me know. (laughs) Was Was that the guy who you got the STD from five months ago? No. (laughs) This is before that guy. Um, So I, I have so many questions because I... Like I said, I've, I've have cheated in my life. Um, we're gonna go down that road on a episode coming up here shortly. But I used to like I would study myself and what patterns in my life were changing um, while I was cheating, just so I could a know what not to do, and b I can also recognize that behavior in somebody else. Um, and I used to make, I, I would take all kinds of precautions and shit. I think I mentioned one recently that left this one speechless for a second. Um, <laughs> did you, do you take precautions? Are there certain other than, you know, making sure you use at work or something like that? Are there things that you do? Um, I'm assuming you use your phone since you said it's been smashed or broken <laughs> by, by your ex. Yeah. Um, I used to take more now I'd say for the last, like, seven years I just don't give a shit um but you haven't in those last 30s and don't care about shit anymore so no what it's like our relationship is so dynamic yes um I I don't take my phone no I don't hide shit like if I give my phone to a four-year-old I look at their parent I say if they're traumatized I'm warning you right now I'm not paying for their counseling bills like enter at your own risk and I've been like that for a long time but so we lived, when I moved back up here, when we were engaged, we lived in the same apartment for a while. COVID hit. He was in a field where his job security was we'd unknown. And um, being a social worker, my job just got more intense and I had job security. So I was like, I'm just going to stay here and not move out because I don't want to fuck you over. Because at the time, I st- still cared about him as a person. So it got really toxic with us living together because... Yeah. Um, a guy I still kind of fuck. Um, I started fucking him during COVID because we were like, we're gonna be in each other's bubbles. <laughs> um, he knew about it. I told him I was like, we're not together. We're just living in the same apartment. I'm gonna go do me. Um, 
and he was okay. There were still moments. Um, but I moved upstairs because the apartment became available. And we were trying to be neighbors and friends. And um, it got to the point where I couldn't have guys over because um, he would freak out and yell and not around the guys, but like afterwards, mm. um, a guy spent the night and I kissed him in the driveway and we both left for work immediately. As soon as I pulled out of the drive, my phone is blasting and he's screaming at me. So it got, it got really abusive. Um, and then I had a conversation. I was like, listen, your home life, my home life needs to be a safe space for both of us. We both can't move. Um, what do you need me to do to, so you don't have anxiety coming home? And he's like, well, just don't have people over. I don't want to see it. I'm not ready to see that you're moving on completely. I'm like, okay, I can do that. And uh, in a span of a week, he had started stalking me. Like if it was out of my normal, like if I came home and then went back out, he stalked me going to two or three different grocery stores because for some reason I needed to find green grapes and that took me to like three different stores <laughs> and I didn't really, like, who the fuck stalk someone going exactly to grocery stores and then I ended up at a guy's house because he was next to the last grocery store I went to oh I thought you were gonna say because he had green grapes <laughs> no I that would be more of a reason to stop though uh blowing up my phone and like I think if I wasn't so worried about him because I stared was emotionally attached and cared about him as a person, I would have just turned my phone off and not given two fucks. But I ended up excusing myself, going home, him screaming at me, yelling at me. And then later in the week, um, it got, I come back from a, just going out to dinner with a guy. Didn't even spend a night or anything. I like, I could have gone out to dinner with a friend, didn't wear anything crazy, normal behavior. And I did that on purpose. And the cops, basically, he ended up breaking into my apartment and strangling me after the cops had already been here for a noise complaint. Like, he completely, like, just lost it. Did you like it a little bit? <laughs> Not in that way. It was way. a joke. It was I mean, a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I do, but... I, w- I would um, imagine. Yeah. He breaks tension with humor. That's what that was. <laughs> yes. No, I do it, too. Um yeah, so that's how it ended. It was forced by law, pretty much. <laughs> wow. That's, that's always fun. Um, yeah. So as we start to wind down, let's, uh, do you believe in the saying, once a cheater, always a cheater? Let's get everyone's answer on this. Let's start with the cheater. <laughs> um. Well, also kind of backtracking to your last question, I pick up those cheating behaviors so fast in other people. Like I know when my friend's parents are about to break up because I know one of them's cheating without even like getting into like overhearing it or seeing it or anything. It's because you're having sex with them, with one of them. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I do like those older men. Um, so yes, the simple answer is once a cheater, always a cheater. Yes. I do have hope that if I found someone that completely satisfied me sexually, which I've never found because I like so much different type of sex and I enjoy sex with other people. So I don't think it'll ever happen. Um, and also intellectually stimulates me and I'm kind of like all over the place and I have lots of layers to me. So it doesn't, it takes special people to fill both those voids and maybe maybe i'll never have it and that's fine so maybe i'll always be a cheater or learn to live life more like you (laughs) i i honestly it's literally just to keep the drama to a fucking minimum you know what i mean like that is my main reason for not getting involved in that kind of shit like you're gonna have drama regardless here and there but i feel like it's much it's a much lower end of drama when when you take certain aspects out of it, um, yep. once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't know. I feel like a, anybody that does anything habitual, like I don't think they probably um, will or are willing to change that. Um, 
but I don't think that just because somebody's cheated once in their life and automatically they just are going to cheat for the rest of their life. Uh, I just think that's the personal decision on some level. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, I, I think that I would tweak the saying just a little bit and maybe say like twice a cheater, always a cheater. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because I think that once it gets to a point where like, kind of like the saying you fool me once like shame on me you fool me twice wait no you fool me once shame on you you fool me twice shame on me whatever okay all right let's not make this political um <laughs> like i that's I, not political i think that like you do it once and um it, it's something that you can take as a learning experience and you can live and you learn Um, but I think that by the time it gets to multiple times, it's something that you start to justify. And I'm not sure that we really like got into that, but, um, like it's a big part of it. Yeah. I think that there's different ways that people use to cope with the fact that they're cheating and different things that they use to justify that action. Um, and I think that by the time it becomes something that you do more than once, um, it, you you start justifying it in one way or another, whether that's like, oh, but I don't have any emotional ties to them, or it's like, oh, but I'm not actually like having physical contact with them, or, but, oh, like, I don't that know. Was, There's so many was... justifications. There's so many ways that people justify those actions. And um like i used to I think give that my ex a timeline i'd be like hey i'm not happy so like you got two weeks to figure this shit out or i'm you know what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> i did i said that to him multiple times and when people are getting on me in our mutual life they're like brie you're doing it again i'm like nah he had a warning that's on him <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing though with me, if I tell you I'm going to be exclusive and then I cheat, then, and that's not something you're okay with, then you should just run because I agree once I've done it in that relationship, it's going to happen again. That's fair. That's fair. Any particular way that you justify it or do you use multiple ways or, or you just don't care. Yeah. Or you just, I think it's, I think it's all of it. it depends if it's just like, um, if it's emotional, that probably means my emotional needs are not being met. If it's just sex, then I think it's a lot to do with the sex. Like, I think one of the things that scares me about committed relationships and marriages, because you know, you always hear, they're like, oh, the sex stops or this stops and life just happens. And like, no, <laughs> I can't do, I know I can't do that. Well, I mean, like, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You know, you could be with your best friend or whatever, however the fuck you want to call it. But sex is a part of the foundation of any relationship. And anyone that says otherwise is either asexual or full of shit. Um, I just like, I don't know. I think a lot of times men or women fall into a place in like mundane relationships where the sex, you know, once you take that sex out, you feel like you're on borrowed time. I don't know. One of those yeah. parties is not going to be okay with that. If a guy stopped that I was in a committed relationship and we agreed to be exclusive, stopped having sex with me, I'd automatically be like, okay, who are they fucking? Mm-hmm. Or I'd be like, we need to talk and figure this out because something's going on with you mentally. Mm-hmm. If you're not fucking someone. And if you are fucking someone else, like that's another conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what well, I could have been fucking people this whole time. <laughs> like, what? I didn't get that email. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will say in regards to like the um the justification, that was one thing that I saw repeatedly in on the snap, you know, the snap story where you know, half the people had one opinion, another half had another opinion. But all of the ones that were pro cheaters or actual like just cheaters, like they had a justification for it all. Everyone has a justification for it, which I find to be interesting. I used to now it's just, again, ask me a question. Like if the guy I'm sleeping with right now, hears this and he has questions for me. I will give him the honest answer. 
Um, but we communicate. I don't think we'll have a lot of questions, but, uh, yeah, I, I used to definitely have justifications for all my bad behavior and excuses, but not anymore. And not, and I should retract that. I don't think cheating is necessarily a bad behavior depending on the situation. Well, there's, I mean, there's some yeah. different reasons. And I think somewhat of what you touched on, like if you're in a relationship and there is, and the sex disappears or it's lacking and you have given this person ample fucking notification over this better fucking change. I don't agree with the fact that they would go out and cheat, but I, I mean, doesn't surprise me. You right. know what I mean? And you know, the person getting cheated, cheated on shouldn't be surprised either. That's the, like I said, I'm not justifying it, but you know, there's only so much people will put up with in life in general. Yep. Needle yeah. bitches got something to say. <laughs> no, I just I I'm agreeing more than anything. Right. Nothing yes. to add. You got anything? You have nothing to add? Either one of you want to add anything no. before we wrap start to wrap this up? I'm really interested to see um what everyone's responses are gonna be after this post. Oh, it's yeah. Uh, I can tell you it's gonna be a really hot topic. Um I'm doing a follow-up episode after this one where I'm about to drop a bombshell on motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> there's going to be mouths on the floor when they hear this shit. I will admit it was, it's something he's go about to reveal um, some details about himself that I honestly never thought that he would publicly share. But it all pertains, like it pertains to this topic. It does. And so we and so much more. So, yeah. Uh, Are you really married? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hell no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fingers, my fingers uh. are clean. <laughs> as clean as my fucking nails, right? <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on and talking with us about all of this. I find it fascinating because I think we could sit down and talk with three other men or women that had all cheated with 46 different people and all have a different perspective view situation. Um, so I do appreciate you coming on and talking to us. I'm sure everyone is going to appreciate this episode. So thank you. Well, thanks for having me. My pleasure. Woman. No, uh, agree. Second, again, I, I, again, you're just covering it all. I really appreciate the uh, bumbles coming on and your, um, all your honesty today. Yeah. Um, and this might, it's going to a whole nother storyline to talk about sometime, maybe in the future, but, uh, I never told anyone through all this conversation. So I was actually plus size during all this. I just recently lost all this weight. Um, so that adds another element to it too, I think on how I was, I felt perceived in relationships and with casual sex and intimacy as well. Interesting. So yeah, and it really I, does open an entire other not, can of worms. Yeah. For real. Box. Yeah. <laughs> huh. we'll, we'll let the people decide if they want to get you back on. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't fun. necessarily have to be me. I, I'm sure there's other plus size women um, that follow you too and have their own stories to set, talk about. Oh, absolutely. There yeah. definitely is, but I don't know how many plus size women that have lost weight and had it affect. It, it, oh, their we sex could talk life? about the before yeah. and the after. And right, it's even so affected away. me physically, like the way I feel orgasms. Oh, I'm sure. oh, wow. I'm sure. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So this could might, be really right. interesting. Yeah. So I, we probably will get, are going to have you back on <laughs> for a different topic. I don't know what I'm going to name that episode without, without I don't know how I'm going to name that episode. Um, <laughs> anyway. Well, well it'll I be a team effort. It. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on tonight and, uh, you know, I don't know. I hope well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed myself. Uh, awesome. And I'm looking forward to hearing it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the reactions to it. <laughs>
Yes, I am probably going to have to stalk your story for a while. <laughs> it'll come out. Yeah, it'll come out not this Tuesday, but the Tuesday after. So I would say by Thursday, you'll be seeing some things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why are you looking like that? I was doing the math. I think it's three weeks. I don't think so, but whatever. Okay, I could be wrong. Is 84 out now? You're really into your numbers. I remember like in the yeah. beginning, like couldn't keep track of them. Yeah. <laughs> 84, yeah, 84 is Yeah, right so, so it's 80- three weeks because this is 87. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I think well, so. Well, that's fine. Oh, yeah, I'll give me fine. time to forget some of the things I said, so then I'll shock myself. I'll be like, oh. <laughs> that's great. I love that. Sometimes I'll be in my office. Too. Yeah, I'll be in my office laughing at myself, which will be you. They'll really think I'm psychotic now. What are you laughing at? Me, motherfucker. I'm laughing at me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, you have a good evening. And uh, until next time, remember, always be a good Until next time. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Always be a good girl for daddy. Bye.